Welcome everyone to another episode of the New Dawn Podcast, episode 27. Fellas, man, this is this is going to be a great episode. I can see it already. It, this one has got the makings of some really good conversation. I'm your host and MSR Commissioner Timbo. I have a great panel for tonight's discussion. First up, new to the MSR, I had to get it out the way immediately. New to the MSR, recently called up to take over the New York Giants. I have Coach Martin, called up from Genesis. What's going on, Coach? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? My man, you're joining the NFC Beast. Appreciate you joining the show today. Next up, you know him. You've heard him a lot. He brings the smoke from time to time. A good guy on the west side, Jugs. My man, what's going on? Not much, y'all. Loving it. Happy to be here. And, of course, you can't forget this guy. I mean, he, he you don't hear about him from time to time. He's around. He produces. He does this. You know, he... He's a staple in the MSR community. Want to shout him out as well. Kylo returning to NDP. What's going on? What's up, fellas? Good to be here. And last and certainly, definitely not least, you haven't heard this guy ever on NDP. We've been working on this for a couple of episodes, just hasn't been able to get it done. But tonight, he is here. Doug, Green Bay Packers user. My God, how are you feeling this evening? Hey, gentlemen, I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, I appreciate this, man. I'm excited. If you can see the panel, man, there's a, a lot of different opinions, guys from different perspectives all over the MSR. And we are here to bring you the next episode of New Dawn Podcast. Coach, you were just called up. We just spoke about it. Uh, you called up from Genesis. You've been around for a little while, a few months uh, within the program. Um, actually, I can't even remember exactly when you came in. Once you give the people uh, a little bit of background about yourself and how you got into the MSR community. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, first of all, grateful, thankful to be here, man. Uh, so far, everything has been amazing. You guys have welcomed me with open arms. Uh, really appreciate that, man. Uh, about myself, uh, I'm a little bit older, man. I'm uh, 45 years old, uh, old football guy. I coach high school football currently. Well, COVID has us suspended. But prior to that, I was coaching high school football. Um, played a little football at Fresno State University in the early 90s. Um, married, kids, live out here in Denver, Colorado. Um, and for a living, uh, I am the director of operations for a software company. So that's the short run. Hey, I like that, man. You're in the tech field, uh, as I am as well. Um, and living out there in the mountains, man, up there with the high altitude out there in Denver. Uh, look, I, I can speak, uh, you know, for myself personally, man, since you've been around, uh, whether it be from the recent uh, the recent name change or just all around good talk about sports, uh, you even shared uh, you know, different photos and different experiences you have coaching your high school kids. Uh, speak about what it's been, uh, you know, you know, one thing I, I can relate to is, you know, having to, you know, curate the talents of young people and trying to get them to uh, buy in to whatever it is you are trying to instill in them. Speak about that a little bit and how uh, that's helped you, whether it be on the sticks or just be a part of a community like that, uh, like this in here in the MSR, what that's about for you. Well, I mean, definitely. That's why you do it. If you coach, I mean, that's exactly why you do it. You try to pay it forward. For me, um, grew up in a single family home, so my coach was everything. So it's important for me that, you know, I lead that example for these kids and continue to do that. And I think, you know, it, it helps me keep relevant, so to speak, as I get older, you know, uh, 
things kind of slip away, like Twitter and things like that. I told everyone, uh, this is the first time I even had a Twitter account. People started laughing at me, but it's the truth, man. Uh, you guys brought me into the new age. <laughs> I was kind of the last holdout. <laughs> I'm glad we can help with that, bro. I can tell you right now, you don't sound 45. I can tell you that much, bro. You definitely don't sound 45. I sound like one of the youngest. Uh, myself, I'm 32. Um, but just, you know, just again, your, your energy and the way you uh you know kind of instilled yourself and ingratiated yourself within the msr community man look the, the, the pleasure is all ours for you to be a part of this and um and i'm excited to see what you do of course we'll, we'll go against each other in the nfc throughout the cycle nfc east throughout the cycle and uh, as well as kylo uh but man it, it's definitely it was well deserved and when the, when the time came it was an easy call you it was unanimous i could let you know unanimous for you to get up to the msr fellas we have a great uh list of topics that we want to get into and let's start straight off the bat the AFC, we're going to get into this. The AFC here in the MSR, uh, last cycle of Madden 20, it was all about the NFC. Everyone always knew that the NFC was always going to have uh, good teams at the top. Uh, one through six every year was just, you didn't know. I mean, we had wild card teams make the Super Bowl multiple times. Uh, of course, in the NFC East with uh, Philly, Dallas, and New York Giants with Tom, Kylo, and DK, those guys were kind of running the playoff show. One of those guys were uh, making their way to the title game. Now in the AFC, we have some, I don't know, it's, it, we're, we're, I'm curious. I'm curious to know, is the AFC, is it going to be kind of in the middle? Is it, you know, is it kind of, you know, as, as me and Jug say, you know, uh, when it turns to talking about the the, the, the cannabis, uh, is it some Reggie? You know, is it a little bit mid? You know, is it a little off in the NFC? I mean, you have a, so far, I 6-0, Taco 6-0, but then you have Joey who just lost two straight. He was start off 4-0. Oh, sorry, lost two out of the last three. And then uh, he's four and two now, and it's still early, so I don't want to overreact. But of course, you see uh, Samoan; uh, he's four and one with the Raiders. And then after that, you have a lot of you know, kind of three and three, three and three, and everything else after that is just a little bit uh, subpar. But just curious, not necessarily about the records, but just overall what you guys think about this season and beyond for the AFC. Uh, Kyle, I'll talk to you. So yeah, the AFC to me seems like a, a bunch of group of guys who need to develop a little bit aside from the two top guys in Samoan if you want to add him even Joey too if you want to throw him in there but King has got a very young team at the Bengals there Joe Burris looked good but a little bit inconsistent uh DK and those Broncos he was on vacation for a little bit he came back with a vengeance he just beat Joey so which is interesting to see how he kind of develops that team but they got a lot, a lot of work to do too and then Blaine with the Chargers he's got his Chargers you know but they're like they just haven't blown me away yet. Um, I mean, we've seen Herbert do some good things. We've seen him do some not so good things, and that's kind of why they're at three and three. And, and same with the other three and three team with Rico. He's he's three and three. He uh, has has won some good games, but not really been tested when he has been. He hasn't really shown up. So I mean, the AFC it, it, it could be somewhere where you know once you see these teams develop for them, they're going to be a little bit better in my opinion. I think these AFC teams from the start need a lot of work. So I think that's some of it but the other part of it is just people not really being used to that yet yeah and I, I agree with that point because you know someone like uh heartless who who was very you know uh he was very honest about look i haven't had enough time uh to get myself you know comfortable with this game and this madden title i've said this before and i'll say it again this particular madden title madden 21 is going to be it's full of adjustment periods i feel like throughout this cycle all of us will have to make different adjustments we'll have to uh we have to kind of get uncomfortable in order to get comfortable on the sticks week in and week out uh whether it be from defensive adjustments to offensive game plans or uh just be just finding that level of consistency uh within you know within our community you know you, I look at these records and even some of these users, man, you think about Muck, 
uh, who, who know Muck is very colorful, uh, but he's lost five in a row. And, he, you know, he's he's got a Jets team that is definitely going to be rebuilt. Of course, after, especially after they uh, on the defensive side, they got rid of Jamal Adams. And then uh, I mentioned Heartless as well as uh, T. Wayne. T. Wayne started off one and five so far. Uh, the Ravens, who have had uh, some user switching recently with Falco leaving, uh, now a new user coming up. And then also we have the Patriots. And then the one that surprises me the most is Hoff. Now, I know OBJ, was he was missing for a few weeks, but he's been in some really good games where he just hasn't been able to finish off. So, you know, every record isn't the same. That's one thing I will say. Like, one team that's one in five could have looked bad, but then there's another team that's one in five that maybe has lost three or four close games. So um, I'm curious to see where the improvement comes from. Uh, you know, does, does does Cleveland get over the hump eventually and start to get themselves together? They do get OBJ back now, moving into week six. Uh, and then as well, uh, you know, in the AFC South, I mean, it's been Taco's division so far. He started off perfect 6-0. and But then Heartless, he's looked a little bit better. He's going to figure himself out. And then I think YK at 3-3, three and three, he's another user that, you know, I think with him it's been, it's, 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 it's kind of break or, you know, make a break with him like he, he he does a lot of aggressive passing but you know he's got to work in those check downs but then also he's given up a lot of points as well uh so it, it's 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 all over the place i say the afc just to get started and i don't and i'm not going to exclude the nfc because we there's been some guys on that side uh that are adjusting to the game as well jugs I'm, I'm coming to you on this one what do you think about the afc so i think honestly the afc the the guys who i expect to be there are there I, I mean, I told everyone uh, a few podcasts ago. I thought Joey was gonna was gonna do the, his thing in that NFC or AFC East. Um, we know what the Usos is gonna do. We definitely know. Um, I mean, at least now I would expect that everybody to respect Eyes Game. Um, and you know, th- but there's teams that have had schedules that weren't very friendly. Like honestly, like half. You you mentioned him, but like honestly, he he lost to Falco before he left, and Falco was on fire before that. Falco was one of I think it was one and one before he left, or one and two, or something like that. But it was in good games all the way around. He lost to him. Then then he had he had really tough games after that. I mean, he lost to number one. He's lost to you. He's lost to uh, Taco. I mean, his schedule, you know, just did it, it hasn't let up. I mean, he even has a couple more games. I mean. He lost to King, and now he has King right after that. You know, I mean, he's he's got a tough schedule. I don't think that his this year's performance is going to really tell us how the AFC is going to look, especially when it comes to him, because he's going to be a solid, solid. He's going to have a solid team for the for the entire um, cycle. Um, and then I also I just want to point out this: the Oos only got one loss, and that man is dangerous. You know, I mean, he lost to the Chiefs. He lost a guy in his his division, and you know that's that's all fine and dandy. Uh, the real the real test is going to be at week seven. We're going to find out uh, our best one of their versus one of their best with King versus uh, uh, King of Wakanda versus uh, Samoan, and that's going to tell us a lot about the AFC because um, you know we made a mistake letting I get all them dang weapons over there in um, Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, you know how he do. I mean, he killed. He was killing last last cycle when he had all that speed. Now he's got all that speed. He's got a decent defense. He's gonna work that team into shape. And a lot of these dudes who are struggling right now, like you said, are just adjusting. I mean, I mean, I I can see so many of these dudes doing much better than what their record is right now. Season two, 
season one, it might be a wrap for some of them guys, you know, and that's Hoff included. But I see him and a lot of guys like him, especially uh, I even see Rico doing better next year. Next year, man. I mean, that's his favorite team. So that Rico's been winning games. When he wins them, he looks like he's he's good. And then when he's lost some. I mean, he lost to Kylo, that was bad. He lost to Hop, that was bad. But his loss, you know, to YK was more mistake-based. And I think that he's growing that Steelers team. He knows what he wants to do with that team. It's like me, if I would have picked the Giants here, like I would have known exactly what moves I would have wanted to make with that team because I think about those moves for my team in real life. So I think that guys like him, you know, we had a lot of guys who got their teams, their favorite teams, you know, and that's gonna that's gonna lead to something. But the guy that everyone better take, like, really take attention to, and this is my last take, is the Broncos, yo. Come on, DK. Let's not act like we don't know. All right, he done won three straight since coming back. Um, he's not going to be any. He's not going to be a, a cakewalk. That Broncos team has weapons everywhere. Jerry, Judy, and them boys. So we're going to see something special coming out of that. That AFC uh, West is going to be a top two division again uh, from the end of the cycle. Mark my words. I like that. I like that, Jugs. I like that point as well. Um, another thing I will add on top of that, you know, you spoke about DK, especially out there in that AFC West, which I feel I feel up there with the divisions, at least when I started, once team selection completely finished, that was the first division I looked at. I said, you got I with the Chiefs. You got Simone with his favorite team in the Raiders. And DK, who I, I thought still, up until the point he made the decision, I thought he would go Baltimore. I really thought he wanted to get Lamar. Mm -hmm. But he, he he put out some tea leaves to different people saying, Denver, 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 Denver. I wanted to get those young guys. And we know DK loves speed. So he's got a lot of speed out there, especially at the running back position and in the wide receivers position. He goes out there and get, you know, he had to take some force. He had to take some losses. You know, handle some stuff with family. Now he's back. He's getting himself back uh, in the mix of things, and he's been looking good. He got a good, good uh, win last night in the game of the week for inside the sticks uh, over Joey and the Dolphins. Um, and, he, and the defense for him is what stood out. The defense, he, he really kept Joey on the wraps. Had Tua uh, kind of not looking himself. He forced four fumbles in that game, uh, which goes to show his defense was really out there hitting, man. And you know that's something that I feel he can lean on as he gets more uh, comfortable. Uh, on the sticks. I'm going to come to you next, Dub. What do you think about the AFC? I got to be honest with you. While you guys are talking, I'm sitting here looking through all of the uh, all of the stats. Out of the out of the top four teams scoring-wise, three of them are AFC. Two of them, you got the Chiefs and the Colts. 263 points, 261 points. And they follow, obviously, the Vikings that put up 311. But that's the only top, that's the only NFC team in the top uh, top four. When you start talking about that AFC West, I mean, really, I don't see a cakewalk in there. I mean, they're all nice and solid. They're all winning. Uh, I think their score spreads have been pretty good. I, I, I don't see a cakewalk. You guys might talk about it but being mid. I almost feel like the AFC is pretty good. Yeah, they only have four of the top ten teams scheduled or uh, – as far as the um, record-wise, but other than that, I mean, they they look pretty good. I wouldn't say they're cakewalk at all. There's a lot of adjustment, me included. I'm not quite there yet, but I'll get there. But um, but I think uh, I think AFC is doing pretty good. Yeah, you know what? And, that, and, that's, and I'm glad that you said that because when you when I reconsider and I look a little bit through uh, the stats, as you mentioned. The AFC is solid. I mean, look, you, you think about, you know, some of the, the the leaders and stat categories. I mean, look, Josh Jacobs, AFC, Raiders, 
he is leading the way by, I think, by at least 150 yards on the ground. I mean, he's been a, as the uh, the ability from X Factor says, he's been a bowling ball, man. I mean, he's literally been, and that offensive line, I think that offensive line could be the most you know, most important position group in the MSR right now. You can mark my words as I say that because if regardless of what his defense is not doing, because that defense is, is literally a uh, turnstile right now. Um, but on offense, in the trenches, man, you can, if he decides to slow the game down a little bit and really just lean on moving the chains and, you know, not, he, look, he's an aggressive player. So he's going to look to take the, the, the deep balls and the deep play when he can. But with Josh Jacobs running the ball, of course, you also have Jalen Hurts, his ability uh, and his athleticism to be able to run the ball, option plays, design runs, things of that sort. I mean, man, you're talking about a one-two punch and Hurts is still delivering the ball as a passer as well. So uh, that's one that's one part of it. And then a couple of receivers are looking good out there in the AFC. Uh, I think a, a rookie, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who I've been really high on the last few days, uh, he's becoming of age, helping out uh, Hoff, trying to, you know, get over the injury that obj had now he knows hey i have a true number two option that i you know uh, opposite of odell beckham jr i mean that that's something that i think you kind of look through the deep you know, look kind of to the finer details of what's going on in the afc man we got some we got some really some good ballers that could be uh brewing out there coach you're you're new to the scene so uh don't 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 feel too uh, too pressured to give uh, so much of a take on this, but I, I want your opinion on it. You know, in terms of maybe the users or anything that you're familiar with, what are you seeing with the uh, with the AFC bar? Um, I can't really speak on on the AFC because I haven't really played those guys. Um, I, I will take the opportunity to just say I think the difference in uh, skill level that I've seen when I was down uh, at uh, the Genesis from an up, I think the only real big difference that I saw was, uh, you guys hit on it, was uh, hit stick and user skill as far as hard hitting. I think I had more fumbles that first game there than I have in you know the whole season in Genesis. So uh, that was one thing I will say stood out. But as far as the AFC, I don't think I've played those guys enough to really give an input. I respect that. I can respect that. Again, you, you you new to the scene. You know, you you're trying to get yourself uh, you know, kind of get your feet wet here in the community. But what, one thing I also, one other thing, fellas, one another thing I'll add, the AFC, again, we mentioned the user, we mentioned IDK. Uh, we got some guys in the AFC East. Uh Joey, you know, especially Joey, because he's been talking, man. He's been saying, Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna win this division every year. I'm a member, I'm gonna do my thing. Here in the AFC East, and I'm look. I, I would like to see it. I have my saying. Hey, don't wrap me up. Just show me. You know, don't, don't tell me what you're going to do. I'd rather you show me and do it. But another thing is, you look at the AFC South. Taco again, one of those guys every year, every cycle. One of the ones you have to think about. He's six and zero, right? And then of course in the AFC North, you want to figure out what's going on with Cleveland. But then you also have Baltimore who's struggling. They can King. You're not even talking about King. King's in the AFC North. He's got some things that he's going to be looking to build up there. And then, of course, you have Rico, who we're going to keep the prayers up for, as always. Um, you know, as we continue in everything with the AFC, we're going to take it over to the NFC side. We're going to talk about the AFC, NFC East, exactly. Washington. The Washington football team, led by number one, they're five and one. They've started off very hot. Uh, they just recently lost earlier this week to the Rams, and Rams are, are solid. We'll get we'll, we'll mention them a little bit later. Um, but they have looked pr pretty impressive. I mean, they they they've won some games uh, that maybe I didn't I wasn't too you know sure about. But they started off week one, got a win over the Eagles, and then they won over the uh, and they won over the Cardinals 
And then they also had a matchup with the Ravens, which they look good. And then they won last week, uh, I believe, over the Giants. So um, I'm curious. Five and one guys, they haven't met the hardest part of their schedule. They've only played one, two division games so far. So uh, they still have to see myself twice and then see each other division opponent uh, one more time. What do you guys think about uh, the, the playoff chances and the contending chances maybe uh, of Washington, or are they a pretender? I'm going to start with you on this one, Joe. Man, so <laughs> coming into the cycle, the guy who I said was going to be a problem was number one. Not saying that he was the only guy. I'm saying I pointed him out on my my list of the ones that you got to wor wor worry about, especially when he got this team. He just came from using this team last cycle, which is which is I don't think anyone else did that when they got their same team back. But now this team is like, I mean, they're not better than what he had, but they're starting from what he walked into the situation he walked into last cycle. They're they're fire. I mean, they got Chase Young. They got you know they still got uh, like all these young players everywhere that are gonna end up becoming amazing. By the he barely has to make any trades. He barely has to make any adjustments to that team. If he just plays the way he keeps, he's playing now, he's going to get breakouts. He's going to, you know, he's going to start winning games. This guy's going to be a problem. Um, number uh, number one, can I, I'm going to put this out there though. For for, for you and number one, y'all got to watch for that man, coach. I'm not saying this year. Once he put his stank on that Giants team, it's going to be something different. Number one, barely beat these Giants. And that was in his first game with this team. And that's what, you know, that that's 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 what I'm looking at for him uh, when it comes to number one, though, consistency. I know when he plays me, it's like he plays me angry. Number one's out to run that joint up. When he's playing other folks, it's like I think some games he's up, some games he's down. He's a lot like TJ. Like, TJ's a baller, but then TJ, some, some games is just on fire and some some days not i mean people might say that about myself you know what i'm saying they always say you know you don't know if you got three or four quarter jug out here right but he's he's consistently bad in some games and so we'll see what happens with him i think he's a contender but i don't think he i don't think he he leaves the cycle without a bowl but i don't think he's the only one from the nfc east i think three teams from the nfc east maybe even all four y'all might get a might get a ring this, this cycle Wow, that's that's a big that's a big statement right there, Jugs. I mean, you look at the division. Um, you know, of course, Kyle Kyle is a three-time champion in the MSR, so we know what he can do, especially when it gets to money time. Um, then you know, one thing I'll say quickly on Kylo, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but his 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 situational football is what makes him somewhat better than most because he'll get you into a situation and he's comfortable that no matter what happens here, I'm gonna do I know what I'm gonna do. It's all about can you stop what I'm gonna do. And I think that's a different that's that's another uh that's another subplot. That's another little small wrinkle that that goes into being on these sticks and playing in the community, man. Because sometimes it's not about just if you have the better team or if you're the better user. It's about okay, with your skill, what do you do if you're facing this situation? If you're down 10 with four minutes to go, do you have a two-minute offense that you can quickly get points and then put the pressure on the on the opposing team to now get a first down and actually end the game? Because sometimes a lot of people buckle under those type of things. Uh, so that that would be an example right there. But the NFCs, we'll see, man. There's, there's a whole lot of football that we got to play uh, to figure that out. But I, I, I think I, something about that too. Go ahead. They better stop tugging at Superman's cape. They're talking about Kylo and some losses he's taking early in the season. 
keep talking. I'm watch. I'm watching Kill All You. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just stand back and watch from the from the NFC West. Keep talking on that man. He's crazy. Okay, we all know he's crazy. <laughs> I appreciate that, Jugs. I'm gonna talk with you next, Dub. I'm gonna get your opinion. What do you think of Washington so far as they start off five and one? So I was I was going through looking at their uh, looking at their team. So anybody that comes out and beats. Kylo right off the bat, somebody that I respect, watching him play, watching all his games, uh, obviously he's won a lot. When somebody beat somebody like that, 38-30 right off the bat, that's pretty impressive. Then to follow it up with a 41-0 against the Cardinals, and then a 42-31 against the Browns, he's just doing what he needs to do to win. I just I think he's doing pretty good. Um, I'm anxious to see the game between you and uh, you and him next week. I think that'll be a pretty good telltale sign of uh, of uh, the future here, at least in this season, um, between between the NFC East, but I think it's pretty exciting. I think he's doing pretty good. I, I like the way he started the season. Now let's see if he can finish it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my that's my thing. You know, I, I, I'm very aware of his skill level. Uh, I played I played against him in other leagues as well. He's a he's a he's a pretty solid user, man. I mean, he's he's been you know you know known to have really good seasons. He made the playoffs a few times. Uh, and even last season, um, you know, here in the MSR, he finished strong in the last couple of years. He was really starting to get, you know, understanding what it's like to, you know, kind of play with this type of com competition. And uh, with this team, you know, he he was very adamant about getting this team. Um, and, you know, the fact that it came, you know, to, to, to us being in the same division, I mean, uh, you know, we could speak about this a little bit. Uh, even earlier today, man, just just the extra energy in the chat. I mean, he's super, you can tell he's ready to get this on. And I'll, I'll repeat this again for folks who may not have caught our team selection show. I told him, hey, look, it's not anything personal. I just feel like I'm going to sweep him the first season. Just be, just off the simple fact that it may not personal, but just, you know, he, 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 talk, he talks a little bit slick sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I don't really do this, but I'm going to do it for this. I don't really talk too much, but I'm going I'm to give him a broom just so we can set the table. So I got to live up to that. So I'm looking forward to that week seven matchup against him. I really think he's going to um, play well in that matchup. Kylo, I'm going to come to you. You're in a, a division uh, opponent with him, and you know, you're know you familiar with him well, playing with him in other leagues. What do you think about him starting off 5 Well, see... I've, I've I've known number one in a few other leagues before, and when he like like a little bit like what uh, Jug said, when he plays his best, he can compete. But the key word there is compete. I don't know if he can contend yet. I think I have to see it first. Um, I think he's got. I got to see how he plays you, Timbo. I got to see how he plays me again. Because um, to be honest, I wasn't playing like myself the first game that we played, and I still you know had a chance to put it away and once missed a throw in the end zone to tie it up. But here's the thing. I'll get there. I know I will. And we just played in Soden, right? And we saw what happened there. But that's not smoke. That's just saying, you know, I he's in a different division this year. You know, he's he, he had the time. He had the DKs last year. They're all kind of taking attention off him. But now he's got all the attention. So what does that mean? People are going to start watching. So when people start watching, people are going to start figuring him out. So we'll see how he does in this latter half of this stretch of the schedule. But, um, I mean, the schedule that he has going forward, I mean, he, it really is a very winnable schedule. He's got you twice, Timbo. He's got the Lions, who are currently 0-4. He's got King, which should be a tough matchup there. But I think with that defense in Washington, he might be able to do all right there. And then the only other matchups that he has that I'm really looking at are the uh, Niners and the uh, Seahawks games, which I think he can still win just based off of the way his defense has been playing. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got some – he's got some smoke. What's, what's that, Jeff? That was smoke. <laughs> Look, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Just 
just off you said his schedule alone yes he's got a chance to really be in the mix but on top of that it's all about you know are you making some adjustments like you mentioned people are going to be watching people are going to be seeing you know what works and again this is this is still the beginning of the cycle so some of the things we're saying you know of course we're, we're, we're looking ahead we're projecting based off what we've seen from a user what we know from a user but no one knows until the game is played and i still feel that even with the schedule he's got to prove it for us because and not necessarily like for me because i'm like i'm any you know head honcho or anything like that and in terms of gameplay but i just in terms of what he may have planned for the cycle especially in the msr because he hasn't really ascended to that level yet um since being in here i would love to see him you know put together a run or let's see what those last four weeks of the season look like for him. like when it's you know kind of that, that gut check time where you know we get to that playoff push you guys know the playoff push let what week six week 13 through 17 where those games really start to matter most those 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 high profile games those showdown games who is in that mix of being in the seven that gets to the postseason from your side and now i'm wondering how that can work for him uh so we'll be keeping an eye on that coach i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you uh i don't know how familiar you are with him because you do you were going up against him a little bit in genesis uh but no one start the number one star excuse me number one star so far here in the msr what you think about um, you know, I, I just recently played him. Uh, you know, he was the difference. The difference in the game was his ability to hit stick, man. Uh, he had three or four fumbles. His offense didn't do much, and I wasn't really impressed with the offensive set as much as I was. You know, he was able to just create fumbles and turnovers. So um, that separates, I think, certain guys in certain situations as Captain Momentum comes into play real big, as we all know. So uh, I think he's got an opportunity um to you know definitely be a contender I, I have definitely played users here that in my opinion uh are are just a little bit more focused i'll call it um and, and we'll leave it at that I, I like that coach i like that coach I, I like that i like that take especially since you, you're still trying to figure out what's going on you just played him so you're going to see him again soon so i'm sure you'll have a little rank up your see and you'll have more games under your belt with this msr competition yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye out on number one and see how Washington improves. Again, they start off five and one. We're currently tied. Uh, him him, myself, we're tied at the top of the NFC East. I'm also in another division with him uh, in in Soldom Bowl as well. So, uh, you know, he's, he's he's gotten off to a good start. You know, he's gotten off to a good start. Let's see if it can be maintained. And let's see where it comes, where it goes down to. Does it come down to one or two weeks where tiebreakers or, you know, head to head? You know, I, I want to see how the rest of the season comes up. Look, he just had a game against Hop and the Rams where he threw six picks. You know, it was not his not his best day. Uh, and I saw some things that could be, you know, integral in, in, in upcoming matchups with him and other division opponents. Uh, but yeah, he, he's he, he's looking good. He's looking good. But let's see if we can keep it rolling. Uh, quickly, I want to get a, a word out to our sponsor. I want to thank Lee Crawler for being a staunch supporter of the MSR and the MSR Network. Lee Crawler is a Yelp style directory of leagues and players submitted by their community of users to help make the sports gaming community a better place to play. They have a rating system that allows any LC member the ability to find any league or player they know on PlayStation or Xbox to submit a rating and comments on their site. If you've ever been or ran a league, you know it's hard to find a good league to join or even harder to find good members to add to your league or community. With LC, you now have a tool to find a league you want to join or a player that wants to join your league. I want to thank League Crawler for being the official sponsor of the MSR and the MSR Network. Fellas, we're going to keep it rolling. 
we are here on episode 26 of New Dawn Podcast. This is so crazy to say that. Episode 26, when we kind of got this idea going, of course, Falco uh, was getting this idea rolling. It's crazy to see us now at this point here, but I'm going to bring this up. Fantasy Spotlight. We talked about this last week. Uh, some guys who you think maybe you want to pick for your fantasy team. I don't know. I, I don't know if everyone in this in this group is, is is in the fantasy chat. I don't, I don't know coaches for sure. He isn't in the fantasy group. But we're seeing some big time play coming in the fantasy game. Cam Akers, uh, running back uh, for the Rams. He's had a couple good outputs, 30 plus point uh, outputs. Adam Thielen, man, what what Cole what, what Cody is doing with a rookie quarterback and Cole McDonald, who he pretty much picked up off the street. And put him right out there in front of Kirk Cousins. And has been trying to figure out to get him rolling. He's helped them get up to a five and one start. Uh, you also have Thielen. Uh, the way Thielen is, is is integrating himself into the offense. He's an X factor. So he's helped Cole get things rolling by having a short target to get him the ball to. And then Denzel Mims, rookie wide receiver for the New York Jets. He's got off to a hot start. But I want to get uh, a, a couple. I want to get you guys' opinion, or maybe a player or two that you either are looking to add to your team or has been uh, a big impact on your fantasy squad so far. I'm gonna start with you on this one, Kylo. You know, it's, it's it's a little bit of a sour spot for me. Uh, I was I was one and zero in fantasy, right? I was doing good. I had a good team picked out. I had Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs. You know, I was riding the the Raiders train a little bit. But uh, since then, I went zero and two, and now I'm out of the uh, fantasy league. So, but here's here's my take on. It. Here's what I've been noticing. I've seen Tyreek Hill carry a lot of these teams. Um, he's been just coming into his own, even though he, I mean, he was already his own, you could say, but he really has been coming into his own. George Kittle started off really hot, but now that he's kind of played some people who are keen into him a little bit, you know, it, he hasn't been as good. So, uh, haven't seen too much of him, but you speak about Mims and Mims, honestly, last two weeks, he hasn't impressed me. The guy that's really impressed me has been, uh, has been Adam Thielen. I mean, we you spoke a little bit about him, but Adam Thielen with Cole McDonald right now is just on fire. I don't think there's a better fantasy duel right now between between anybody in the league than Cole McDonald and Adam Thielen. Yeah, those two are getting after it, man. I mean, Cole McDonald, I believe at first three weeks, or I want to say it was the first three weeks, I, I was doing kind of the math at that point. He had 14 total touchdowns. Yeah, that's including rushing and passing. I mean, he's been a dual, true dual threat. Uh, you know, to help Cody get started with this season. Um, and then Adam Thielen, again, I mean, just being the X factor that he is. I mean, he's had one game where he had 300-plus yards receiving. I mean, he was just giving, I think it was the Tennessee Titans, he was giving them the business out there. He was open anytime uh, Cody was dropping back and passing. Jugs, I'm going to come to you next on this one. With the fantasy, what are you seeing? What do you think? What, 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 you know, what kind of... Uh, the word i'm looking for here uh what kind of you know theme or uh kind of i'm looking for the problem whatever what, what's what's brewing in that fantasy in the fantasy league for you so i, I want to talk about Thielen. i just played him we held him to 148 on but he had seven catches in a tug that him and cole mcdonald are a problem if Cole McDonald gets any better, we're all in trouble. Dude, can, he can run. I didn't know he can run like that. Um, you know, we had to get on him. We had to contain him. There, that's that's a positive, positive too. Um, but I'm gonna, I want to point out um, the Packers. Their their young receiver, uh, Valdez Scantling, I believe is how you pronounce his name. 
um, he's he's coming into his own. Like on the sneak, it's like people aren't really paying attention to him, and he's not the highest rated receiver on that team. So you know, a lot of times when you line up, you line up against the best receiver. You know, you, you're trying to stop Adams, and then you know a lot of folks are keen in on like funches. Um, but this guy, how this game is going crazy out here. I mean, I don't know if people notice he's averaging like 140 yards a game, and that's as the second or third option with that team. Um, I like to see, I mean, we all know about Jacobs, but I guess he might have slowed down, you know, with these harder games. Um, Cam Akers, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I said the kid's name the first time we did this. He is a problem. He is a problem. Look at this dude, bro. Him, him, him and Brita. Like Brita, Brita's getting a lot of touches. I mean, I know that you know people people aren't seeing as much yards per carry out of this guy, but those two are two guys. If I were looking to get, you know, get busy in that league, you know, because I, I didn't do I selected not to do fantasy this year, but like Brita and Hilaire are problems, man. I mean, look at the the fact that Joey normally just he pounds he pounds the run game pounds the run game pounds the run game like honestly one of the best ways to even like get him out of that is you just got to jump out on joey you have to have a big lead because he doesn't throw much his tight end is his best his best offensive weapon outside of Rita. so you know and he's not really all that so really you know you you know what you're going to get with these guys so i'm looking at it like this Rita and um you know running backs can 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 carry you man uh Edwards Hilaire can catch a lot, and so does Brito. So look at those two guys as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking to see who uh, jumps up over last year. Last week I had what I think I said Brady was the one to put put in, um, and I believe Tyreek Hill. But man, you seeing some other guys come up? Cam Akers was the one I mentioned earlier. Uh, Hop starting to really run the ball more, and that's not something I'm used to seeing from Hop. I've been playing him and man for a few years now. He's a air raid. I'm going to get the ball out. You know, I'm going to try to make some big plays happen. But he's starting to realize, man, he's got a younger quarterback in Tyree Jackson. Um, you know, he's bringing him along slowly. And having a solid running game is helping him. You've seen Cam Akers put up a, some, he's put up some good, some good, uh, some good games recently. You know, having uh, point totals over three, over 30 uh, points a game. He, he's doing some, he's doing some stuff. He's doing some good stuff out there. Other players uh, as well. Dub, I just want to get your, I, I know that you're not in the fantasy league, but uh, just from, just in terms of just players that you would spotlight, maybe uh, potentially being a good fantasy pickup, who would you got? Man, <laughs> From personal experience, I played Thielen and uh, McDonald week one. He smoked me. Uh, so I, I think fantasy-wise, even though I'm not in it this year I, or this this season, I'll be back in it. But uh, work-wise, hold me up. But um, I would say those two themselves are, are pretty <laughs> pretty explosive. It's hard to keep the hands ball out of Thielen's hands. And uh, the way the way C. Frank likes to throw it, he always did. He, he threw it all last Madden, all this Madden. He, he's certainly throwing it all over the place this time. But another player I think that hasn't been mentioned yet that I think is important to look at, I would say is Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he's right behind Cole McDonald, but he also has two receivers uh, in uh, Samuel and DJ Moore that are both high up, the, high up there in the uh, – in the receptions and touchdowns so samuel has 11 touchdowns dj moore has 10 which means he's spreading around so you may not want to pick one of those but i'd certainly say uh bridgewater himself would be a good pick um and of course if you take a look right at the top of the russian board uh josh jacobs 
um, with Samoa, and I, I certainly think that's somebody that I would take a look at. But maybe maybe you should, uh, at the receiver, maybe you should think about Val- Valdez Scantling. I, I hear he's getting a lot of touches uh, as of uh, late. That's something to take a look at, too. Nice, nice. That's a good call on that one. Uh, MBS, he was a big part of Tom's rise uh, within the MSR community last cycle. Once he picked up, you know, Valdez Scantling, it helped take up so much pressure off of Darius Slayton and that big body receiver I think he was 6'3", 6'4", and he could run you don't get too many big receivers like that that can run and go and get the ball uh, like he can so I'm going to keep an eye out on that another player uh, who actually I say maybe took a dip the last couple of weeks was Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas hasn't really had the output uh, that we would expect from him but he's been a big uh, big target. First couple of weeks, he had 25 points or more uh, in each in each contest, in each week. Uh, but now this past couple of weeks, he's been solid. Another person I'm going to keep you guys uh, you know, out there uh, who's listening, uh, Jalen Rieger, Kylo's guy out there in Philly. He's starting to get him warm. Uh, Quez Rockins is another guy. Maybe as a flex option you want to keep uh, in, involved in. And uh, the this this guy, his name his name is known, but you just because it's the team that he's on, you're not really thinking about it too much. But Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell has been looking good the last couple of weeks. He had a 24 point uh, output this this particular week in week six, and that could be where Muck starts to lean a little bit as he's trying to get himself more and more comfortable with that Jets team and that rebuild that he's on. He's, he's looking to get going right now. Coach, I'm going to end this with you. Uh, you're not in the fantasy league, so I understand that. But uh, just just maybe players that you would think about or a user that maybe uses their guys in the best way. What do you think about that in terms of fantasy? Man, I'm, I'm going to plug myself, man. If you don't have Saquon Barkley, go trade for him because I'm going to run it up. Hey, simple and plain. Simple and plain. I like that, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Simple yeah. and plain. Yeah. Simple and plain, man. He is, he's letting it know. Hey, look, look, I can't talk about y'all guys. Y'all gonna have to come get my guy. <laughs> that's 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 how you bring it up, man. Look, the fantasy is going off so well. Shout out to Hoff. Hoff's been running this for the last four or five seasons uh within the MSR community, stretching between Man 21 and previously Man 20. Uh, I mean, everything from the daily tweets about who, you know, performed where, who did what, fantasy studs and duds. Hoff has been just running this like a champ, man. I really want to make sure he gets his kudos because he really puts a lot of work into this. Uh, he's, you know, he's had big boards for us before, point outputs, and he just made sure everyone is in, you know, got the best uh, information possible so they can make the best choices, and, you know, showing who's got to buy, showing the updated matchups. I mean, it's really, want to make sure that guy gets his flowers, man, because he's definitely been doing a lot of good work with the fantasy crew. Before we wrap up here, fellas, I want to make sure we get some love out to other partners. want to shout out Allied Plumbing and Heat out there in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, a little bit out your way there, coach. Uh, he's ran by Soden, uh, who runs Soden Bowl. Uh, my boy Sean, he's been making sure, uh, you know, he's been doing a lot of things supporting through uh, his own company, Ally Plumbing Heat. And he just want to make sure uh, that, you know, within the whole Madden community, we all just kind of stay united, keep all the nonsense at bay. And he's always been a, a big supporter of the MSR and the MSR networks. Want to shout out him and Ally Plumbing and Heat, a name that you can trust. Fellas, before we get up out of here, I want to kind of wrap it up with some final thoughts. Um, I'm going to start with you on this one, Dub. Of course, I want to thank you, of course, for being on the show. You've been in the MSR for a while now. Just want to maybe just ask you kind of a sub question. Uh, what, what's it What's it been like for you to be a part of this community? Um, and how, you know, you, where, are you, where are you looking to, to, to kind of place yourself throughout this cycle? 
Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of you, bro. I really feel like it's going to come down each year now to you and Cody in that division. You've been one of the better team builders here, especially last cycle with that Atlanta team. You, you didn't get over the hump, which I thought was coming. You and I had a lot of good battles down there with the Panthers and Falcons. Um, but I'm, I have I have high hopes for you, man. I, I'm really looking forward to running to you uh, on the NFC side of things. What are you looking forward to this cycle? You know what? I just want to start off by saying I appreciate all you guys that put all the effort you do into this league. Um, it, it's far beyond anything that I've been a part of uh, immersion-wise. And I just think it's really cool, um, and, and I appreciate being a part of it. Uh, so I want to start off with that. And um, as, as far as um, – I kind of lost track on what you were what you were asking. But I really, I really think this league itself it stands apart from a lot of – out there um, with everything that's offered, the fantasy, the, you know, everything that goes into it, the broadcast and, and, and the amount of talking. Um, I myself, I kind of stay back behind the scenes. I, I like to, um, I enjoy helping with the draft stuff and I hope we'll get into that here shortly. Um, and um, so I, I like getting into that. I like helping with that end of it. And I, I look forward to kind of doing some of that. But the, the league itself is, is really, really cool. So I appreciate it from my side, even though I'm not in the chat talking too much. I do monitor it a little bit. And uh, I was busy. I have a busy day as well as busy, uh, busy home life. So it's hard for me to, to uh, stay right on top of all of it. But I appreciate everybody that's a part of this, this community. I think it's really cool. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate being part of it. Yeah, yeah, man. I, look, you're, you're, one of, you're one of my guys in the community that uh, I said earlier, you know, you kind of you kind of lay low, you know, you, you know, you leave something to behold, you know, you want people, you don't know, everyone doesn't know uh, too much about Dub, you know, Dub's here, Dub there, you know, he'll, you'll chime in very cleverly at times in conversations that I, I definitely appreciate because it always makes me laugh some of the things that you'll jump in and say. Um, but, you know, you've always been a super supportive of the community. And, and one thing I, I want to put out there, there was a particular time where you were uh we we had a conversation and, and you, you was talking about adjustments and something about that in the league and you know you and i had played a game and you even you gave me some game on something about maybe that because i was thinking of i was thinking for other people like hey i don't have an issue with it you you played a great game against me but i was like you know someone else may think that hey man you pressed every play or you know you were making the same adjustments but what you said and i actually shared this with folks what you said you were like if i know that your receivers have low release points why wouldn't I press you every play? Why wouldn't even in zone? Why wouldn't I press you and force you to enforce your receivers to actually get into their routes and have you make a read, progression reads, things of that sort? And I thought that was super dope for you to bring that up because it's real easy for people to get caught up in, oh, you're doing the same thing, you're doing the same thing, or you know, uh, and, and it's usually when they're not winning. Let's keep it real. It's usually when people are taking the L and they see how the game kind of went. Like, no, but I, I go back and I look and you were doing the same thing every play. Well, actually, look at your roster. Look at your attributes. You know, all your, your, your one through three in your receiving core doesn't have a release point over 75. Why wouldn't I press you guys and force you to do something, you know, uh, after the snap? And I, and I thought that was very clever. And that's it goes to show the, the, the extra little bit of, of detail that some people will pay attention to in terms of getting themselves, uh, you know, into the best plays, into the best situations when they're on the stick. So I really want to commend you for that because for myself and the admin team, that was something that, you know, kind of, it, it, it made it, 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 it was it was very refreshing for something like that to come from a, a member in the league and not from the admins. Cause I, I, I'm very, I try to be hands off as much as I can without having to be the one to say, oh, this is what you need to do or this is how it works. But it's good to see other guys that are tuned in to the little nuances that make the game that can make a you know any game great. And I really I really appreciate that. Though. Thanks a lot uh, for helping us out with that. 
Coach, I'm gonna come to you next. Uh, you, appreciate you joining the show, and uh, congratulations again for you making yourself up to the MSR. What do you uh, What are you looking forward to here? We, we, you know, last year in the uh, in the MSR, you're in the big leagues now, man. You're in the big leagues, not Genesis no more. Even though you're gonna keep your team down there, but uh, you know, what, what's your plans? Uh, you talk about Barkley, but what else are you looking forward to as you join the? No, I, I I'm a firm believer, man. Uh, steel sharp and steel. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to learning, absorbing. I'm a sponge. I mean, if you think you beat me one game and the next game, you're going to see the same thing. Yeah, good luck. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to absorb the better players because I know where my limitations are. I have a football mind. My stick skills may not be the best, but I try to make up for it in game plan and, and what I'm trying to accomplish. And if I can set that in place, normally the game goes well. So it's going to take a little bit of time as I get to learn not only the league, the members, uh, the competition level, but also the new game. The new game has nuances that, you know, are much different than last year's game. You know, um, so... I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to the competition. Um, take the opportunity as well, man, to to thank Jug. Uh, Jug's the big reason I'm here. He brought me over. And an interesting thing about it is I've been playing with Jug for 15 years, maybe, online, whether it be 2K or Madden or do just a bunch of different leagues. And we had talked about this league before plenty of different times, and the opportunity just never presented itself. Um, opportunity presented itself, and, and I can't tell you how grateful I am to, to be here, man. It's been amazing. That's that's dope, man. Shout out to Jugs, man. You're always a man of the man of the people uh, for getting you involved here. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, Jugs will tell you himself, man. He was at a point where when I was starting to figure out, and I had a, a quick quick story. I was uh, I had taken over Genesis just because the league we had like eight or nine teams open. It was a kind of a dull point in the cycle. It was right before uh, COVID-19, you know, the pandemic had hit. And we were at probably maybe, I want to say late January, early February. And we were just at a crossroads with the league. We had a lot of stuff happen at the beginning of Mad 20. And we were trying to just maybe just play catch up. We were just trying to get, you know, just cultivate everything that we were trying to do here in the community. And a lot of, and we didn't know which way we were going to go. A lot of people were here. A lot of people were there. And when I took over Genesis, I, remember, I had been in other leagues with Jugs. The first thing I said to him, I said, look, man. Don't worry about team selection. Don't worry about where you're going to be when it's time to next Madden come out. Let's focus on this Madden right now. And let's get this community up and running. First thing I did, Judge, I said, I'm going to put you in a position where you can show that you can be, you know, a part of something that matters. You know, because I felt like he was in other leagues before and they weren't really giving him his just due. They thought he was just a guy that played his games. But Judge is different than that. As you see, he's on the podcast. He has his own, you know, personality. He has his own color that he brings to the, to the, to the crew. And... When he stepped up and, and you know took the to you know responsibility in Genesis to help get that community up. Because one thing I tell people, MSR is nothing without Genesis. You can say what you want. MSR is the big leagues. That's where the big dogs are. That's where the competition is. There's good people down there in Genesis too. And as much turnovers we may tend to have, we get a lot of good people that have come up through the ranks that no one may have you know thought about in other leagues or may have looked at them differently. They come here, they see what it's about. They see, look, it's, we, we just want things to be cool, man. We just want to ball out. Let's, let's create some dope content. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about some different things. You know what I'm saying? We speak about sports where everyone has their own different opinions. And But we all, you know, it's, it's all about respect and having a lot of fun. And that's one thing I can say that it, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, you and him are cool because, it, you know, you you two both seem to be on the same kind of saying yeah we both seem to be ticking on the same clock when it comes to stuff like this and i appreciate the fact that you are here and, and now you called up um looking forward to seeing you uh later in the season in the nfc east kylo 
I'm gonna come to you, man. Uh, you know, you, you know how we do. We, we've been around for a while, but uh, just want, just curious. You know, where we are right now in the community, um, and of course, we're getting started this cycle. You know, you're starting to get your your, your feet planted a little bit and figure out how you're gonna move around with this Eagles team. What, what's going on with you out there in the MSU? Yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been an interesting start to the season. I think everybody's doing. I'm I'm really loving all the content that's coming out with everybody working on their graphics and the the videos and the gifts that I'm seeing and people are generally being more active in chat than I've seen in a while. It's it's just fun to see all this excitement. Um, having said that, I think there's a lot that we still need to work on. I think there's always room for improvement. Um, and with the new game that's going to happen, different things work. People are trying to do different things. Everybody's trying to adjust to this new game. But I think overall, as a community, we're doing a fantastic job of that and putting out content more than we've ever done before. So I just want to say I appreciate the community for doing that and sticking with it. And uh, it's going to be another great cycle. I agree. I agree with that 100%, man. I, f I really feel like we're going to... When we look back at, you know, the, 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 you look back seven, eight months when we get, you know, God, God willing, we get down, uh, to the other side in 2021, boy, bring on 2021. I'm so tired of this year. Uh, let's, 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 let's see, uh, where we are looking back at Madden 21. I really feel like we're going to look back with some with a lot of pride. We're going to be feeling a lot. We're going to see how we've gotten to where we're going into in 2021. Um, this, this community is really, I think we're really on the cusp of becoming something very 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 serious and very big and not that we are shooting for anything particularly because i think we just we're just playing the game and, and we're just creating and just figure out where this thing can go um but you know you look at things like this like this episode already i'm saying it's a classic just because the different personalities different points that we're having here but we're, we're we're on the cusp of something big and i feel like the people that we have that are starting to be a part of what we're doing here people like yourself of course coach uh you know other i mean guy like I, quickly i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna get to you jug so we can wrap up what we're seeing with samoans graphics and how he's taking the photoshop class and just taking it to another level kylo's doing his own graphics and overlays now tom is doing stuff i mean you're just seeing people start to put talents together that they didn't think that they had and it's become it's really adding to the whole the whole box of flavor that we have going on in the msr jugs i'm gonna let you finish this out before i close this all right, man. Thank you, uh, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Um, I'm glad we got my guy coaching here. Um, he's, he's the first of a few, man. I, I, I got a, a couple eyes out there that I want to bring in. Um, coach was just, coach is one of the best that you know I've ever played, man. No, no, no one game like mirrors the other. I and mean, we played each other so many millions of times that the games are so crazy. Um, I think that. A lot of people are gonna have to really give you your props though, Timbo. Like for real, for real. Like let's take one second, everybody who's listening right now, and think about what was popping in the MSR this time last year. Okay, nothing. So then what we're gonna talk about is add, like we're adding graphics. Everyone's doing graphics. I mean, I might not be doing graphics, so I'm not like that that fresh with it, but I'm gonna work with it. I already hollered at Heartless. So we're good. We've got guys doing shows everywhere we've got so much content i mean fantasy there's there's a million things going on in msr it's a real community man and i mean i sadly to say like before i came here well and even in the midst of me being here i was starting to become jaded with some leagues because it, the vision that i had for what leagues could be wasn't being met because there was either certain dictatorships or certain like like guys who were acting like they were like uh, like like really awesome like 
Bugsy Siegel stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get down or lay down. Like, you were just, you know, going with so many different narratives. And then now, like, you got a league where if you want to stay, you just got to produce. You just just put out some content, play play your games, play your games right, uh, be a good, active member of the community. And it doesn't matter. You know, like, you ain't, obviously, we don't, you know, we don't go crazy on each other because we all know at the end of the day, we're all men. And there is no crazy back and forth because we all handle them correctly you know um we just I, I love it man and you know i just i look forward for 2022 2023 and beyond man we're gonna do this thing big for sure i appreciate that jugs man yeah you, you you've always been a strong supporter of what we're doing here and where we're going um and you know where we are right now is in a great place uh and i appreciate you you know shooting the kudos to me um this is not something that i was looking Forward to, I didn't know where we were going to be. Um, and again, I, at times I'm still surprised that I am commissioner because I'm, I've never been the guy that needed to be on the uh, uh, front line or had to be seen or need to be you know, known as the guy or anything like that. Because I still don't feel that way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am the commissioner, but I don't I don't carry it that way, man. I, I, I'm in the chat just like you guys. I talk just like you guys. I, I don't feel that a commissioner has to be any particular way. I mean, I'm, I'm Tim. I just happen to be a commissioner, you know what I mean? And it's, um, it's fun. It, this look I, I, it, it's crazy i'll wake up sometimes in the morning and before i do anything i'm in Discord. you know what i'm saying like i i, I may be in Discord before i even brush my teeth it's like it's it's crazy like i i'll i'm looking to see you know sometimes i feel like sometimes i have to go even harder like figure out how can how can i do something cool for the day or how, just let's just see what everyone's talking about you know what i mean and then you know i found my i, I found a way to chip in or i like to also have people just you know find their own lanes within this community but i'm telling you man Starting off right now, MSR season 24 is going great. Uh, Genesis is doing well. Uh, we got Wakanda, who was just called up as the commissioner, or voted on by the whole staff uh, to take over Genesis. So we're moving in a different direction, uh, in a great direction, I feel. And we're going to be continually uh, improving on what we're doing here. One other thing before we wrap up, and I'm going to thank everyone for listening and supporting us here on New Dawn Podcast. I'm going to speak about some league news uh, that we had come out earlier today. Uh, here in the MSR, well, not today, whenever you listen to, but uh, uh, that came out earlier uh, in the week here in the MSR. I want to talk about, uh, you know, there we, we, in the rule book, you know, we all talk about there's there's, there's adjustments and there's mechanical adjustments, there's robotic robotic like adjustments. I want to make sure everyone's on the same uh, same playing field right here, right? When it comes to the rules, there's there's adjustments and then there's Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this no matter what I see, regardless, you know, whatever the defense does, I'm gonna I'm call I'm a hot route to this route, or you know, if no matter you know if I'm in three four or I'm four three or if I'm in in nickel, I'm gonna make sure I pinch my line or I'm gonna press regardless. Like you know, we talked about earlier about pressing, but adjustments should be based off of you know like you know what you see or what you're reacting to, or if you did your due diligence, you did your homework. Okay, I know that. His receiver, his his slot receiver is, is has a weak release point, or you know he can't catch over the middle. So I'm gonna make sure I press him. So you know if I'm glued to him and I'm using that slot corner, that way I know that he can't make that catch in traffic. Things like that makes most sense when it comes to adjustments. Or if you, you've been getting beaten cover two all game and you've been sitting pat, how about okay maybe you you use that middle uh, that middle read uh, linebacker this time instead of letting it always go over your head in the middle of the field. Things like that. That's how. That's how adjustments should be. We've been having some issues with folks, you know, kind of doing the same thing, baseline and pinching their line, uh, you know, uh, you know, spreading their linebackers, things of that sort. I just want everyone to be, you know, on the same page. We had three weeks 
before we started this league. I wanted everyone to kind of, you know, tap into the league, uh, to the to the rule set, excuse me. And, you know, just get any questions, any clarity that you needed, because we want to get, I, I don't, myself and the reps, I'm sure Kylo can speak for this. We don't want to have to make some of these decisions or have to talk about some of these things or go through these clips of the same people or this person or that person. We just want to play. We want to play. We want to make sure everyone's having as much fun as possible. But we do have rules and we have them for a reason. We want to make sure everyone is abiding by those same rules, because when it gets to the point we have to make some of those tough decisions or, you know, this person has to have this player suspended for a couple of weeks. Then that's where we get the backlash or this guy's doing that. Why, why, why are we suspending this person? But not this person. Every I just want everyone to focus on themselves. Look at yourself in the mirror and your computer screen, whatever you look as a mirror. Look at that and look at yourself and just say, look, what can I do to control myself and not worry about what everyone else? Does? Just focus on you. And I promise you, everything else will take care of itself. Another thing I want to mention, there's no taking here. Do not find yourself thinking that you're going to tank in this community and we're going to find out. There's a lot. There's already been some clips going around, things that we're noticing, uh, you know, people playing, playing hard, playing strong, devving up a certain guy. And then later in the game, they, they're making foolish reads, uh, you know, maybe calling man blitzing that in, against, you know, out of base, out of base, uh, out of base defense against spread formations on offense. I mean, I just want guys to really just you're not fooling anyone. I'm not calling anyone out by name. I'm just saying to those that this may apply to, and if it doesn't apply, let it fly. I promise you. But do not find yourself in a position where you have to put us in a tough spot to make a call because that's not something that we want to do. All right. And another announcement that we have is in weeks eight and 12 of MSR season 24, we're going to be hosting a throwback week. Right. We're going to have everyone in the league uh, participate. We want guys to, you know, Put together your best throwback jersey. If you want to mix, you know, combinations, the old helmet with a 1960s jersey and the all white pants with the shoes, whatever you want to do. We want to have some fun with this. We want to have throwback week uh, for two weeks to finish out uh, before the season finishes out and looking to see the content that comes from it. Uh, of course, the streams we're looking at, we're going to be hosting some streams. So kind of like a red zone thing. No, no real commentary, just having the games up on the network and having folks plan looking sweet with their best combinations of their outfits it should be a fun fun time here in the msr so i'm gonna wrap it up with that fellas i want to thank you all for tonight's episode this was a lot of fun i want to thank coach new caller to the msr as well as dub jugs and all excuse me and as always kylo boy he's making sure he's joining us tonight here in the msr we're gonna get up out of here and wrap up tonight's show i want to end off with one final thing we appreciate everyone who joins the MSR and wants to be a part of this great community. Just make sure you are doing your part to be a part of what we're doing, where we're going, and everything in between. Thank you all for joining us here on the MSR and the MSR Network. You can find us on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Till next time, you guys stay safe. Check you later.